cliffcentral.com. This is the Digital Influence with Ryan Hogan. Stories of digital transformation in business, in relationships, and in life. Welcome to Digital Influence. I'm your host, Ryan Hogarth. I recently had the opportunity to talk to Scott Kundal, who is the CEO of a business called Majestic 3. It's a business he started back in 2000. And uh, I met Scott a couple of years ago at a conference and was quite intrigued by the product he had had built up the thing he had produced, the service that they deliver, and I guess in the interest of full disclosure, I should say I've been using it myself for the last year or so, and and it's been magnific- magnificent. It's really taken the idea of email marketing to a different space, sort of taking it out of that spammy, hard sell kind of stuff that doesn't work and rarely gets opened into building a real sense of community and communication with the people in your database. But he'll say a bit about that. Um, and, and and the discussion, which was originally just going to be about his experience in building this business, came became very much a discussion about his adventures in the United Kingdom. A few years ago, he decided he wanted to expand the business to and build it up in the UK. And and I think he's given some incredible insight into what it takes to to set something up in the UK, advice that I think it will be of value to anybody who's built some sort of business here and is looking to do something in the UK. So what follows is my chat with him. I asked him first what Majestic was and what they're all about, and then we got into a discussion about going to the UK. I hope you enjoy it. We help small businesses grow sales through the use of software and marketing methodology, predominantly through email. So we tell all stories via email instead of doing hard sales. Email is a very, very strong digital media. I've been doing digital media for 20 years now. Um, and email is very, very high up there. Um, we connect to other digital channels, but email is our focus in a very natural way. So we do lead nurturing, um, lead generation, and ultimately um, viral and referral marketing through a natural process of business communication. I don't want to say purely financial greed, <laughs> because that, that contradicts what I said earlier about yeah. the fact that uh, you know we weren't in this for the money. But the fact is we, we, wanted, uh, we wanted to get to the point where we, were, where we had a... a, a we were in the real world. Now, not to say South Africa is not the real world, and I mean this with, with, with I mean, I am South African. I mean, my business was here for 15 years. It's just that it's such a different league. Mm. The money there is just so much bigger, and the business there is just so much broader, and the opportunities are there, they are just massive, that not to go there almost feels like you're missing out on something. And the strength of the pound, the fact that it's such an expensive place, um, the hub of entrepreneurial activity in London, I don't know if you know this, but it's second to Silicon Valley outside the biggest startup capital of the world. And in fintech, it's financial technology, it's actually number one. So you're sitting in, in buildings of eight stories high, full of startups, full of startups. There must be a thousand startups in these buildings. They share together. They, have, they eat together. They um, drink together. The, uh, the beer is flowing in the evenings. They have networking events. They have lunchtime events. They are, and it's all just available. It's, 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 um, the UK government has something called uh, SEIS, which is Small Enterprise um, something Scheme, Enterprise Investment Scheme, where the British government will actually, if you invest in a business, the British government will refund you between 60 and 100% of that investment right back in tax rebates if the business was to fail. Huh. 
So you're getting they really encourage people to invest, um, and you because of this, it's just become this amazing hub, and it's got this youthful, energetic vibe. That's just wonderful, and that's what really attracted me to London. That and the money, of course. Right, the company setup is not difficult to do, um, and anyone can open a business in the UK, even if you're outside of the UK. I mean, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, um, but um, based on my research, I've got a British passport, my partners don't. So setting up the company is not, is not the problem, the actual physical structure, and they're very well organized. You go online, your company structure is set up, it's, it's re they're really well organized. However, you have to be in London, you have to be in the UK, you have, to, you have to live like them and you have to be part of the community. You can't be seen as somebody who's just arrived and is acting almost like a front because that happens quite often. So you're talking now not legislatively. You're talking about yes. culturally practice. Yes. This is how you go. Legislatively, okay. easy. Yes. Culturally, practically, extremely difficult. Okay. You've got to get in there. You've got to get out there. You've got to be at networking events. You've got to get your personality out there. I have almost 20 years of digital experience. Mm. If I was applying for a job, I would have got two thumbs up. You rock. Entrepreneurially, you, it means nothing. The experience means nothing. It's what can you do now and how can you assist me and how can we make this work together? Your experience is not it. It's how good you are at that particular moment. And it's very daunting for a lot of people, but my gosh, it's also unbelievably exciting mm. because when you do start to make friends, you make really good friends. When you make those contacts, when you start getting those clients and they, they give you, they give it back to you. Huh? I mean, if, if stuff is not working and UK people are very, they like pretty. So when it comes to software, they want your system looking good. They want it pretty. They want it... All that kind of stuff. So they'll, they'll, um, they, they will really, really make sure that you are delivering um, your service correctly. And if you can do it, it's very, very lucrative. But Ryan, you need to be prefer prepared to work seven days a week. And a lot of people make the same mistake as that they put digital first. And that's wrong, in my opinion. Um, you have to, your personality must always come first. Face-to-face -face business is, is bigger now probably than ever it was before because of the, the distrust in, in, in the digital media. Now, digital enhances your image. It mustn't take precedence over it, if that makes sense. So by all means, you need to have your digital presences, especially your LinkedIn profiles, that kind of thing. Have them, have a really slick website, have the digital, have great emails going out, stay in regular contact, be a, I call it be the guru of something. Mm. You have to specialize. You have to be an expert. You can't just be everything to everyone. So you've got to take your niche and you've got to be really, really focused on how you do that. Now, once you've got that niche, use digital media to enhance that, but it's got to enhance your own personality. You have got to be number one. Don't think you're going to sit at a laptop even anywhere at your desk and suddenly you're going to create a new empire. You've got to get to those networking events. You've got to be out there. You've got to show your face. You've got to make people see that you that you are who you say you are. So it's two parts of a whole. I mean, you could use something like LinkedIn to get introduced to somebody, but then you've got to meet the guy. So you don't want to be all digital and no substance, exactly. but at the same time, you don't want to have a meeting with someone, and, and after the meeting, he goes and Googles you or linked, LinkedIn's you or whatever, and, and you're a ghost. Yeah. Uh, that's just like, whoa, uh, that, that's going to kill you as much as not Absolutely. interacting. If you don't have a LinkedIn profile, then probably don't even show up. Yeah. Just rather stay here in sun, sun candy Cape Town. Okay, so, so, so you've been at this for two years. And, and I know, uh, and, and I probably met you around two years ago, uh, and, and, and I know you were kind of at the early stages of, of the journey there. So you've worked your ass off. Is, is it working for you in the UK? Yes, we've now, we've now reached a stage where we, uh, we're just beyond break-even now, so we're starting to turn into profit. I'm about to go back there now again um, to, to carry on building and um, to grow it. 
and uh, and yeah, it's starting to it's starting to happen. Uh, there's there, the people there. Um, what I've noticed is we've got clients they they are loyal and they will stay with you because they want to work with you and you form friendships and you form those bonds. It's old fashioned relationships. Mm. Um, so from success. And is it an international community or are you dealing with a lot of Brits? No, it's Brits. Is yeah, it? very much so. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. It's an eclectic group. So when you when you're in London, I always joke um, because I always joke to people. I said um, um, on the third day of being in London was one of my favourite experiences because I finally uh, met my first English person. Mm. Wow! And I always joke about that because uh, it's not quite true, but um, it, it, they're really it's there's not a lot of English there. It's, it's I mean it's such an eclectic mix of Europeans mm. that you know you know you know, who to deal with and how. Um, and it's really, you know, from, from my from my understanding, you're going to meet all types. So you're going to meet Romanians, you're going to meet Polish, you're going to meet Russians, you're going to meet Italians, um, you're going to meet Spanish. It's just the most incredibly, as I said, eclectic mix of entrepreneurs coming together. And despite this digital revolution that is taking place, and I'm in the digital re- mm. revolution, that's what I do, I'm mm. software. Despite that, you won't get very far unless you still have that face-to-face relationship. Mm. It's still so critical. And what you said is true. You need both. You can't go without the digital. It's absolutely critical. Mm. And you can't go without that being able to get out there and prove yourself. And did you find the reception fairly warm? I mean, you talk a lot about, you know, there's a lot of networking events. There's this event. There's, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on. And you as a sort of lone South African arriving into a, a networking event, did you find... Was it hard work to break into it? I mean, or you know, in terms of like building relationships or talking to people, were you dismissed? Did you have to overcome that kind of shit, or was was it fairly open? Not at all. It's they're very open. So no. you're, everyone's it's like the onion layers. The first layer, everybody's very open. You'll chat to you, we'll have a conversation, mm. hook up on LinkedIn, and then to get to the next level, that's where it becomes a lot more difficult. So it's getting those first meetings. So um, the prospecting side is not easy. You mm. have to really find the right people and then int- get the introductions, get those referrals going. And that's what's difficult. So easy. Walk into a network event, chat to different people. Everybody's open and receptive. But taking it to the next level, that's where it's difficult. Now, bear in mind, the UK, and especially London, is one of the most expensive places in the world to hire staff. So the difference between South Africa and London is that in South Africa, somebody can dedicate you, okay, you know, I'm going to give you half a day of my time, we'll mm. do a workshop, we'll do whatever. For them to do that in London, put a zero at the end in terms of the costs. So if somebody's going to give you their time for a couple of hours, you, they, they're very, very specific and discerning about how they use that time. And that's why it's more difficult to crack into that. Mm second layer of the onion, so to speak. And were you doing a lot of that yourself or was it sort of built on, you know, someone introducing you to someone? Were you sort of relying on that sort of thing or was it you cold calling on the phone, showing up at an office? How did that yeah, actually work? I never did cold calling. Um, yep. the, the best, my best friend is a little app called Meetup. You go into Meetup and there's events, um, uh, part of that Meetup group and there's events on every night. You can go to various events. And you just literally just show up to events. That's that's the number one way. And are you paying for these or are these generally free? No, they're all free. Okay. You will have a choice of five different events to go to every single night in London. Business events. Not necessarily networking events, but somebody's doing a... Uh, um, it, can, it can be someone doing an event on life coaching. Someone's going to be doing an event on blockchain. Somebody's going to be talking about 
um, the hardcore tech stuff. Somebody's going to be talking about entrepreneurship. There's stuff happening all over and these different ones to choose from. And you go to those events, you make yourself known, you meet them, and that's how you do it. That combined with LinkedIn, and then of course my you know, emails, I, could, I reconnect with every single person I meet. So, you, so, so, so you're, collecting a, you're collecting a name and an email address of every person you meet. Absolutely. And, then, and, and then they're going into your system so yes. that there's a, you're maintaining yes. a, a... So I create those automated relationships through the journey process, yes. which is what, what your product is. Mm. Um, and, and I have built thousands and thousands of people on that. Okay, so that's... Yeah, okay. And that's where I get most of my business from now. So to answer your question, your first step, you can't rely on referrals. You've got to get out there and you've got to meet them. Mm-hmm. As you build trust, as you start getting clients, as you start showing people what you can do that you're good, referrals will come. And once again, it's like anywhere else in the world, referral business is amazing. So once you crack that, then you're really on a, on a good wicket. Uh, you're familiar with Dragon's Den, yes. Shark Tank, those kind of things. Now, just imagine that they're all over the uh, UK, especially London. So um, I was involved in Richard Branson's Pitch to Rich competition, for example. And out of when? This was last year, uh, July, August last year. Um, and we came in the top 20. We made the semifinals out of several thousand entries. Um, and we, got, we, got, we did extremely well in that, which I was very proud of. Now, entrepreneurs that arrive in London go to those pitching dens. You have your 30-second pitches all the way to your five-minute pitches. Just get out there and you just start. You just, you just get, your, get your business plan, get your model out there, get your idea, and just get it shoved right back in your face or, oh, actually, you guys might be onto something. But that's something else that is really important. They are, it's alive with, with investment, and they want entrepreneurs to stand in front of them and say, come, show me what you've got. What else can you tell me about taking your entrepreneurial spirit to the UK? Yeah. Ah, uh, wow. You've, um, your Airbnb is going to be your best friend. Okay. So Airbnb is just is, is magnificent. Uh, I don't know how anybody could have done that uh, two, three years ago because five years ago with a hotel. Hotels in London, you're not going to get anything less than an awful, awful dump in London for less than two or three thousand rand a night. Jesus. So Airbnb becomes your best friend. You'll be able to stay and treat it as, as an adventure. So I stayed all over central London. Literally, I did a whole ring all around Zone 1 and mm-hmm. Zone 2. So I really got to experience everything. I had some incredible stories of people I stayed with um, before I finally settled on, on, a, on a particular place. So Airbnb is going to become your best friend because you cannot do London in a week or even a month. You have to be prepared to stay there over long periods of time. If you want office space, the cheapest, you, you can find a relatively cheap desk. still going to cost you the cheapest, maybe six grand, eight grand a month just to hire a desk. In, that's not even an mm, office. Mm. Um, office space for one person, closer to your kind of 10 to 12 grand a month. I highly recommend WeWork. WeWork has got just phenomenal. It includes beer, it includes networking events, everything is, is covered. WeWork has changed the world in terms of the way entrepreneurs do business. So that's a sort of a shared office space? Yes, a shared office space on steroids. So every floor has a bar. Every floor probably has 100 to 200 businesses in it. They range from having three or four floors all the way up to eight or nine floors. And there's about 15 WeWorks in in London. And they are a thriving hub. Table tennis tables, foosball. Um, They have events on in the weekends. They play. They watch sport together. It's, It's phenomenal. I mean, it really is. They've done an incredible job. I guess as a message to entrepreneurs is there is opportunity to be had. There are, there are fields to be plowed, but, well, as if they were fields, it is back-breaking work. Uh, You've you got to start early in the morning and go all day and do that every day for seven days for a sustainable period of time to actually go there and build it. Yeah. So that was Scott Kundal, the CEO of Majestic 3. 
and he's quite keen for anybody who wants to get in touch with him to ask him a bit more about his experience and any advice if you're planning to go to the UK. So do feel free to get hold of him. You can email him on scott at majestic3. That's the numeral 3.com. Scott at majestic3.com. And if you are planning to go to the UK, good luck. You just listened to the Digital Influence with Ryan Hoyt. CliffCentral.com